Welcome to the Nutrition Tidbits Podcast. This is Sofia Layarda, Assistant Editor for HealthCastle.com. We've heard over and over again that diets don't work, but many of us still follow them multiple times. Is there a way to get off the dieting roller coaster and make real change happen? We are joined today by our very own Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief of HealthCastle.com and author of the book Go Undiet. She is here to talk about undieting and losing weight for good. Thank you for joining me, Gloria. Thanks for having me, Sophia. It's great. This is our first time to do this together. Yes, definitely. Let's get right to Perfect. it. First question is, what's wrong with dieting? Why should we undiet? You know, one thing I've learned from working years in the field is that diets just don't work. You know, think of a traditional diet. It comes with a 14-day menu or a 28-day menu. So we follow everything to the T and what happened after 14 days and 28 days. And that's where the challenge comes. I really want to help women eat better and lose weight for good with no rigid diet plan and no counting calories. And the Go On Diet book is about ditching some of these dieting rules. And it's about time we should focus on real long-term weight loss results. And that's where the idea undiet comes from. Sounds great. Now, in your book, you encourage us to be unafraid of meats and cheese. Why is that? Yes. Be unafraid of meat and cheese is one of the 50 small actions that I talk about in the book. And if you think of it, you know, which foods get a bad rap? Most people will tell you meat and cheese and perhaps sometimes carbs as well. But what people don't realize is that highly processed foods are the real culprits. Compared to the meat and cheese, these highly processed foods are often containing more calories, more bad fat, more bad carb, more salt, and a truckload of artificial ingredients. So I want readers to really step back and stop focusing on meat and cheese and refocus their energy on highly processed foods, which are the real culprits. Sounds like a lot of misconception. What are some other widely misunderstood diet myths that are out there? You know, the most widely misunderstood diet myth has got to be the low-carb wave. And we all know someone who is on a low-carb diet. And the truth is, carbs are not the problem, but rather it's the toppings that we add to these foods. So, for example, a dish of plain pasta has reasonable calorie count, but if you add the Alfredo sauce, calorie count triples and the same goes to baked potatoes after we add the toppings like sour cream the cheese and the bacon the calorie count doubles so all these year we've been fixating our focus on carbs and i feel that it's time to step back so i've dedicated one whole chapter in my book to look at these toppings and the dipping sauce and the extra sugar in our diet Okay, can you tell us some of your undieting actions that are perhaps new or surprising? Oh, I'm glad you asked. You know, my idea of, an, of undieting is not the typical eat less meat type of diet. And I've said before, it's about ditching some dieting rules that we thought were good. So one of the 50 small actions I recommend is called unsoyerized. So in my book, I recommend stop looking for soy products. And, you know, you might think, wait a minute, soy is good for us, isn't it? And yes, it's true, only when you eat the whole soy foods like the tofu, the soybeans, the edamame that the Asians are eating, not the soy protein bars, the soy hot dog winners, or the soy protein mix that we drink here. And another action that I recommend is called unpalm, and that is to stay away from palm oil. And your listeners may think, okay, wait a minute, I never cook with palm oil, that's not a concern. But the fact is, Palm oil is very prevalent in highly processed food like instant noodles and microwave popcorn. So the presence of this solid fat is 
and indicated that the food is highly processed. Now you've mentioned highly processed foods a couple of times now. How can we avoid or spot these highly processed foods? You know, sometimes processing is needed to extend shelf life, but sometimes it's used to trick us into thinking the foods that we're buying are better for us than they really are. I talked about a five-second rule in my book to spot this highly processed food. First, does the product have cartoon characters on the box? Second, does it say fat-free? And third, is the ingredient list long? And these three quick tests can help you evaluate the quality of the food you're about to purchase. And a yes to any of these three questions should always raise a red flag. Sounds like a lot of really useful information. Can you tell us a little bit more about what is in your book? You know, I'm on a mission to help women get off the dieting roller coaster, and as I said, I want to help them lose weight with no rigid diet plans and no counting calories. So I put together 50 small undieting actions in the book, just so that readers can help choose their own changes to make changes one step at a time. And there's no right or wrong way of making changes. They don't have to do step one in order to move to step two. It's really choosing their own problem areas. For some people, it may be the afternoon snack cravings. For other, it may be the drinks that they've been drinking. So different people face with different diet challenge, and all they have to do is to be able to evaluate their own current diet and to pick certain actions that are relevant to their own situation and to make those changes that are relevant to them. Okay, so it sounds like it can be tailored to individual needs. Thanks again for joining me, Gloria. Thanks for having you, Sophia. We've been talking to Gloria Sang, author of Go on Diet. For more healthy eating tidbits and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.